Welcome to our Winning Wednesday Bible Study. I'm Pastor Daryl. Thank you so much for being with us. Before we get started tonight, I want to make mention of our brand new ebook that is available on uh, Amazon, and it is called Acceptable Prayer. I am sure if you add this to your library, you will not be disappointed. I also like to mention that we have a brand new 30-day prayer journal that's available also on Amazon. If you type my name in, it should bring it up. Uh, type the name and title in if it doesn't. Um, want to make you aware of Friday night live this Friday night at 9 p.m. You need to not only tune in, but you need to tell somebody else to tune in. We're going to be continuing our fruit of the series uh, series, and we're going to be talking about uh, love on this Friday night live. So it you don't want to miss it. Uh, tell somebody else to join you there. And my wife and I will see you there Friday night at 9 p.m. So listen, we're going to start um, our lesson on tonight, and we're going to be talking about resolve, uh, the power of our resolve. So what is resolve, Pastor? What is, is resolve? Resolve is a firm determination. It's a uh, determination to complete something successfully. Now, I don't know about you, but there's been many things in my life that I did not finish uh, successfully. But if you have resolve, and I think uh, resolve is something that every born-again believer uh, should have. Uh, you have to have it uh, because life will demand that you have some resolve. Uh, and it's not good enough anymore to halfway do things and especially not finish things. And we need to make sure that we are not uh, just halfway doing things. We need to make sure that we are finishing and finishing. Successfully, pray regularly uh, to pray at another level. We need resolve to not only pray until uh, things change, but we need to have the resolve uh, to pray until I am changed, not just the situation, but we need to have enough resolve to pray until I'm changed, uh, resolve to pray and intercede for others, for their salvation, for their deliverance, for their uh, healing, for their growth, their promotion. And listen, sometimes the payoff may not happen right away, but that's really about how it's not about the payoff. The result is just successfully. It's so important. We are say we're going to do a thing. Is if you give your word, if you give your word, you need to make sure that you keep your word and keep it successfully. Why don't you just type in right now? I have resolve. Why don't you just put that in the comment section and say, I have resolve on tonight? Or if or maybe, maybe you know you're in the middle of having some resolve. Maybe your resolve is not where it should be. But I pray uh when I'm finished tonight that you will have some resolve. Because as I said uh earlier, for the born-again believer, you have to have some resolve. If you know, if you didn't have any resolve trying to make it through these last two years, I don't know how you made it. It was because you had some resolve. Listen, tonight, if you don't, if, you, if your resolve is waning a little bit, I pray that by the time I'm finished that your resolve is strengthened 
and that you're ready to face the next day and the next month and year, having some resolve, having some firm determination to finish whatever successfully, not just halfway finished, but to finish it and finish successfully. So we're going to start tonight in Stephen on tonight, Acts 6th chapter and the 5th verse. It says, and the same pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, and Philip, uh, and Prochorus, and Nicanor, and uh, Timon, and uh, Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. So what's going on here is they are being chosen to be uh, deacons after the disciples had prayed. So I want, I want you to know right at the top of this, before making decisions, you need to uh, pray about it, seek the Lord, get some guidance on it. But I love this portion of scripture here because Stephen was chosen after prayer, man. This wasn't uh, like they were going out on the limb. This is not like they were rolling the dice and just taking a chance on Stephen. But it was after prayer, after prayer, that Stephen was chosen. I absolutely love this. I love this because how important prayer is in making decisions. How important prayer is in strengthening our resolve. So, chosen after a, a time of prayer at this verse it says whom they set before the apostles and when they had prayed when they had prayed then they laid their hands on him prayed they then laid hands on Stephen as a sign of of, of, of not only their approval of God's approval this is why you shouldn't be are quick to lay hands on people because it's, it's you're literally saying that I approve or God approved and God is not approving of everything and everybody. But I love this uh, show to everybody that God has approved Stephen at the eighth verse. It says and Stephen full of faith and power after he was chosen laid hands on. Now Stephen is moving in the things of God. It says, and Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Among the people. Now, Stephen is chosen. He's after prayer. Uh, he's, he's prayed for, and now he's moving in the things of God. And listen, I like this because it didn't say that it took Philip year, uh, Stephen years to do this. After he was prayed for, they laid hands on him. He immediately went and began to do the work of the Lord. Away with this thinking, you have to wait 10 years or 15 or 20 years before you can begin to put your hands to the gospel plow. Stephen was chosen after prayer. They laid hands on him and he went to work. He went to work down at the 10th verse, down at the 10th verse. I like this because just watch this at the 10th verse. It says, well, let me read the ninth verse. It says, then there arose certain of the synagogue, which is called, which is called, uh, th then there arose certain of the synagogue, which is called the synagogue of the Libertines 
uh, and Cyrenians and the Alexandrians and of them of Cilicia and of Asia disputing with Stephen. The 10th verse lets you know, it says, and they were not able to stand, uh, they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. So here Stephen is beginning to do a work of the Lord. And then I want you to understand, anytime you begin to do something good, you're going to have haters. Anytime you begin to do something good, you are going to have people that are going to oppose you be simply because you're doing something good. I want you to pay attention to these verses here. These verses in here, it doesn't let us know the exact amount of time that has transpired between Stephen being chosen, uh, being laid hands on, and him getting to work. But I gather that it wasn't much time. And so even begins for the Lord, he has people opposing him. He has haters. He has opposers opposing him because he's doing something good. And I know you have had times in your life where you have, have, have set out to do good and maybe, maybe your family opposed you, maybe friends opposed you. But I want you to know when you decide to do something for God, you're going to have opposers. You are going to have haters. So here it is. Uh, the, the men of the synagogue are opposing Stephen. But I love the 10th verse it said because this is that they weren't able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. Now, this is not any good of Stephen, but this is because Stephen is full of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. See, this, this is why you need to make sure that you don't just get a breeze of the Holy Ghost, that you're not settled with getting a, a cold chill down your spine, that you're not just that you don't just settle with running, you know, down the aisle. You need to make sure that you're full of the Holy Ghost. You need to make sure that you're full of the Holy Ghost. This is why they could not resist the wisdom and the spirit by which Stephen spake. Why? Because he was full of the Holy Ghost. He was, he was full of the Holy Ghost. At the 11th verse, it says, Then they suffered men which said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. So here it is. They could not resist the wisdom and the spirit in which they, uh, that speak, Stephen spake. So now they have to lie and say Stephen said something that he had not said. They said that, that they heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. So I want you to know if the enemy comes one way and he can't get you, he's going to come another way. He Maybe he came and he tried you and then left you alone and you thought you had victory. And he only for him only to come back, he's going to come back another way. He's a relentless enemy. This is why you and I have to have resolve. Resolve to stand. Resolve to stay when it doesn't look good. Resolve to stand when it doesn't feel good. Resolve to stay when family and friends walk away. You got to have some resolve on tonight. And I want you that Stephen is a good example of a man that has and so at the 11th verse, we see lying on Stephen. That's, that's, now they're saying that Stephen is saying stuff they never said. At the 12th verse, at the 12th verse, it says, And they stirred up the people and the elders of the scribes and came upon him 
and caught him and brought him to the council. Now Stephen is being taken to the council, just like Jesus was taken to, from, to, to the judgment hall. It's one thing to be in trouble because of something you've done, but then it's another to be in trouble because of your faith. Stephen is a man full of the Holy Ghost, a man of faith, and a man of wisdom. And now Stephen is going from doing a work for the Lord to now being taken to the council, just as Jesus was a man that didn't do anything wrong, but ended up having to go and stand before the council. So at the 13th verse, at the 13th verse, it says, and they set up false witnesses. The same thing happened with Jesus. It says, and they set up false witnesses, which said, this man ceases not to speak blasphemous words against this holy place and against the law. So they bribed men to lie on Stephen. And I, I want you to understand if when the enemy comes one way, that's not it. If he cannot get you that way, he's going to mount another attack. And he's going to come another way. Now they have they have bribed these men to lie on Stephen. Look at what they're saying that he said. He said that he ceases not to speak blasphemous words against this holy place and against the law. They hired them to lie. You know, there was there was people at the council when Jesus was there that lied on him. So here Stephen is being taken to the council just as Jesus was. Here he's having people lie on him just as Jesus did. And I want you to understand, if Jesus was lied on, you're going to be lied on. I know you feel like, you know, they, they don't know who, the, who, who, who they talking about. They don't know who I am. Well, Jesus could have said the same thing, but would it, would it really make a difference? Just as he was lied on, you're going to be lied on. You've been lied on before, lied on again. I've been lied on before. And I'll be lied on. I've been lied on. I'll be lied on again. But you got to have some resolve on tonight. You got to have the resolve to say, I'm going to finish successfully. Look at what Stephen is going through. Boy, he isn't going through because he he done something. He's going through because he has resolve to stay, to say, I'm standing. And I'm going through, I'm going to finish successfully, and I haven't done anything wrong. But he has enough resolve to stay committed to the cause of Christ. And this is what I want you to understand tonight. Life isn't fair. I mean, you're going to have to face and deal with some things that maybe you didn't, you haven't done anything, but life happens. Are you going to have the resolve to say, I'm going to stand when you haven't done anything wrong? You know, you haven't opened your mouth. You weren't even there at the place they said you were. Are you going to have the resolve to stand? Are you going to have the resolve to keep your commitment intact where God is concerned? Well, here Stephen is, been, have been, having been taken to the council, and now he's being uh, lied upon by some men that has been bribed to lie and say that he said something that he didn't say. 
at the 13th verse, again, it says, and they, they set up false witnesses, which said, this man ceases, ceases not to speak blasphemous words against the holy place and the law. At the 14th verse, it says, for we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth shall destroy this place and shall change the customs which Moses delivered unto us. Man, they're doing a bang up job saying, saying that uh, he what saying the stuff that he he never said. I want you to understand that the enemy would do a bang up job to knock you off your course, to get you to stop praying, to get you not to show up for Wednesday night Bible study, to get you not to show up for Sunday morning worship, to get you not to show up. Uh, whatever your whatever your responsibilities are at church, if you're on the usher board, whatever, he will do whatever to knock you off your course and to get you to take back the commitment that you made. Are you going to have the resolve to stand when the winds of life are blowing? Are you going to have the resolve enough to stand when everything is when it seems as if everything is going wrong? You know, sometimes trouble comes in waves. It's one thing after the next, after the next, after the next, and you just say, "Man, I just need time to catch my breath." Are you going to have enough enough resolve to stand? Glory to God, because God is looking for people in the day that we're living in that's going to have some resolve to stand when he's not sending blessings through the mail unexpected, when he's not uh, uh, making ways, when he's not opening doors. Are you going to have enough resolve to stand and say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord? Resolve, resolve. A determined, a firm determination to finish successfully. Do you have a firm determination on tonight to finish successfully? If that's you, put it in the comment section and say, I have a firm determination to finish successfully. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. At the 15th verse, it says, and all that sat in the council, looking steadfastly on him, saw his face as it had been the face of an angel. So here Stephen is under duress, being tested, being, being tried. Now his face is shining as an angel. Glory to God. What do you look like when you're being tested and tried? What do you look like? You look sad and depressed? Here, here Stephen is being tried to no end. My God, being tried to no end. Now his face is shining as an angel. You know the Bible, and I love Bible study. I love to connect things. You know, the Bible says uh, in Luke, Luke 9.29, that Jesus' face began to shine after prayer. Hallelujah. The Bible lets us know in Exodus 34, 29, and this is exciting to me. The Bible lets us know in Exodus 34, 29, after Moses came down uh, from the mount, it says, Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone because of his speaking with him. So because Moses was praying, he comes down from the mount not realizing it, and his face was shining. Now, I want to show you, I'm not a novice at this thing. I want to show you something here. 
All three of these examples are surrounded by prayer. Hallelujah. Now that's worth the price of admission. That's worth $29.99, $39.99. That's worth the price of admission on tonight. All three incidences of the of the faces shining was surrounded by prayer. Stephen is chosen after prayer, laid hands on. He gets taken to the council being tried like nothing else. His face begins to shine. Jesus' face shines after prayer. Moses comes down off the mount after prayer, not knowing it, but his face is shining. What do you look like when you're, when you're being tested and tried? What do you look like? Do you lose your radiancy? Do you look like what you're going through? Or does it, do, or do you have uh, the resolve look like what you're going through? I love this on tonight. Here's Stephen being tried to no end, and his face is shining like joy. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. His face is shining like an angel. And again, all three incidents are surrounded by prayer. By prayer. Are you praying on tonight? Let's go down to the seventh chapter. At this first verse, it says, Then said the high priest, Are these so? Uh, and then Stephen begins to testify. Uh, he begins to talk about Abraham and his call. Uh, he talks about the promised land and the children of Israel's uh, captivity. Uh, he testified about Joseph and how God was with him. He talked about the famine. Uh, he talked about Jacob going down to Egypt. He testified about Moses and how uh, he was rejected. Uh, he talked about Israel's idolatry. So here Again, here Stephen is being tried and tested on trial, and he testifies and basically recounts all of Israel's history. He recounts all of Israel's history. Now, and I want to skip down to the 51st verse. Now, I want you to understand, Stephen is on trial of his life. He understands that everything that he says could actually make the difference in him losing his life. But I want you to understand, Stephen, a man full of the Holy Ghost and faith, a man of resolve. I want to point out to what he said in, to you, what he said in the 51st verse. It says, ye stiff necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did. So do you. Stephen rebukes their unbelief and uh, didn't hold back the truth, knowing that it could cost him his life. Do you have the resolve to finish successfully? Do you have the resolve to finish when things get hard? Do you have the resolve to finish even though it may it may mean it, it, it could damage your, your reputation or may bring harm to you? Do you have the resolve to stand in the face of danger? Do you have the resolve to stand in the face of your accuser? Do you have the resolve to stand against the enemy when he's raising? Do you have resolve on tonight? Because I want you to understand, 
Here Stephen is rebuking them, knowing that he could possibly lose his life. Do you have that kind of resolve tonight? A firm determination to finish successfully, not when things are easy, but when they get the thickest, when they get heat gets turned up, are you still going to have resolve? A firm determination to finish successfully. Stephen put his life on the line by telling them the truth. Hallelujah. Let me read the, the 52nd and the 53rd verse for you. It says, which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted? And they have slain them which showed before of the coming of the just one of whom ye have been now the betrayers and murderers. He's telling them the truth about who they are. The 53rd verse, it says, who have received the law by the disposition of angels and have not kept it. These, these are the kind of people that Stephen is dealing with, but he's telling them the truth. Do you have enough resolve to tell your family and friends the truth, even though it might cause uh, uh, some friction? Do you have enough resolve to tell them that the, the truth of what the word of God is? Hallelujah. Here Stephen is could lose his life, but he had enough resolve to tell the truth. The truth can't, can't be situational. The truth can't depend on the circumstance. The truth can't depend on the person. The truth has to be the truth, no matter what kind of fallout there's going to be. Do you have that kind of resolve on tonight? Hallelujah. Glory to God. At the 54th verse, it says, when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth. Look at the resolve. Look at the results of Stephen's resolve. It said, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth. So they're literally biting Stephen because of the truth that he told. See, and see, this what ought, this is what ought to happen. When you tell the truth, something ought to happen. When you tell the truth, when you have enough resolve to tell the truth, something ought to happen. There ought to be a reaction, especially if they're not where they ought to be in God. Especially when, especially if they're in a backsliding condition or if they're not living all the truth of God, when you tell the truth, there ought to be a reaction. Hallelujah. And so because Stephen has told the truth, they have jumped on him and they're now biting Stephen. These are the results of Stephen's resolve. At the 55th verse, it says, but he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. The difference here is that Stephen was full of the Holy Ghost. If you have the Holy Ghost, you should have resolve on tonight. He continued to testify. While they're biting on him, he, he still testified. Full of the Holy Ghost. Do you have the resolve to continue while being attacked? 
Because, you know, most of us, you know, we find out somebody says something and, you know, they used to say years ago, oh, I'm going to lay my Holy Ghost down. I'm going to get this and then I'll go back to being saved. Well, if you can lay your Holy Ghost down, that means you never had it. Hallelujah. But here Stephen is continuing while being attacked. Do you have the resolve to continue while being attacked on tonight? Hallelujah. Do you have the, the resolve to be lied on or to be betrayed or to be done wrong? Because, because, see, I understand that most of us think more of ourselves than we actually should. And so when somebody lie on us, the first thing we say, well, they, they don't know who I am. Listen, you got to have the resolve to stand even while being attacked on tonight. Resolve makes the difference on tonight. You got to have the resolve to stand while being lied on, betrayed, when it look, when it even looks like God uh, isn't listening, when it looks like he's not going to come through, when it looks like God may be punishing you, you still got to have enough resolve to stand. At the 56 verse, it says, and said, behold, I see the heavens open. Listen, look at this. I want you to understand. This man is being bitten right now and attacked. At the 55th verse, it says, but he being full of the Holy Ghost, he looks up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God. And Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Then it says, he said, behold, I see the heavens open and the son of man standing on the right hand of God. In the middle of being attacked, the Bible says that he saw the glory of God. The 56th verse says that he saw the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. What do you see and say in the middle of your situation? What do you see and say in the middle of your circumstance? What do you see and say when you're going through? When things get the thickest, when uh, things get the most heated, what do you see and what do you say? Here this man is, he sees the glory of God in the middle of being attacked. He said he sees the son of son, the, uh, uh, the son of man standing on the right hand of God. What do you see and what do you say in the middle of your test and your trial? Because I want you to understand what you say in the middle is so important. What you say in the middle of it could determine the length of it. What you say in the middle of it could determine how it's going to end. I want you to understand that you need to have resolve on tonight. It's, it's resolve that helps us to stand and be able to see and say the right things in the middle of what we're going through. Not to spout off, not to curse somebody out, not to put your hands on somebody, not to walk away from the church, and not to ultimately walk away from God. You need to have resolve on tonight that you can finish successfully. And the middle of what you're going through is so important. And I know some of you feel like I've been going through for a long time. How can you say I'm in the middle? Because if you're not seeing and saying the right thing, It's going to go for an extended period. 
You want it to end? You need to see and say the right thing. Hallelujah. 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 Do you still have resolve in the middle? Do you have the resolve to finish successfully? I want to remind you that Jesus said nothing when he was taken to the council. He said nothing to defend himself. He was beat. He was slapped. He was spit on. He was mocked. And he said nothing. He said nothing. Look at the contrast in Stephen and the contrast in Jesus. Jesus said nothing. Stephen said the right things right in the middle. Again, I want to challenge you. What are you seeing and saying in the middle of what you're going through? Because what you're seeing and what you're saying is vital to it continuing uh, on an extended period of time or God allowing it to come to an, to an end. You can't keep complaining. You can't keep throwing tantrums. You can't keep threatening God that you're going to quit. You can't keep not showing up for Wednesday night Bible study. You can't keep not showing up for Sunday morning worship. You got to have the resolve to, to see and say and stay. Glory to God. You got to have the resolve to see, to say, and stay on tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At the 57th verse, it says, Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped up their ears and ran upon him with one accord. So the attack continues. The attack has continued. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As Stephen continued to pray, they stopped up their ears. They did not want to hear Stephen praying. They did not want to hear what Stephen was saying. So they stopped up their ears. See, this is why I'm saying what you see and say makes a difference because the enemy will respond. They, Stephen's prayer was so effective and powerful that they stopped up their ears. They did not want to hear what he was saying. And it caused them to further attack him. Hallelujah. Now I want you to notice, I want you to notice the attack began in verse 54. We're in verse 57 and the attack is still going on. Now I'm gonna point out, I'm gonna point out something else to you. As the enemy can't continue to attack, you have to have enough resolve to continue. Don't stop testifying, don't stop praying. No matter how bad it gets, no matter how, how long it lasts, if it lasts for an extended period, you still gotta have the resolve to stand. Now I want you to I want you to see something here. At the 58th verse, it says, and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their feet, laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. Uh, at the 59th verse, it says, and they stoned Stephen, calling upon God. Now look at this. They're stoning Stephen and he's still praying. I want you to understand that being stoned was a slow, cruel death. 
at the 59th verse, it says, and they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. At the 60th verse, I want you to pay attention to this. At the 60th verse, it says, and he kneeled down. And he kneeled down. Now, I want you to pay attention to this. At the 54th verse, the attack began. They jumped on Stephen and began to gnash on him with their teeth, began to bite him. Then it says they stopped their ears and further attacked him. This whole time that Stephen is praying and being attacked, he's standing. Wow. Hmm. Hallelujah. He's standing. The Bible says in the 60th verse, after he's taken out of the city, he kneeled down. The whole time he's being bitten and attacked and stoned, he's standing. My God. He's being bit. He's being attacked. He's being stoned. And he's standing. Where's your resolve on tonight? My God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where's your resolve on tonight? Where's your resolve? He's being bit. He's being attacked. He's being stoned. He's still praying and he's still standing. The 60th verse says, and he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. Just as Jesus said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. It says, and then he, after he had said this, he fell asleep. So Stephen chose when he wanted to die. You got enough resolve. You can choose when you want to die. My God, my God. I'm preaching better than y'all saying amen on tonight, boy. The whole time he's being attacked, he's standing. He's standing through being bitten, through being attacked, through being stoned. Now, I, I can I can I can tell you honestly, I've read this story many times, and I just assumed, you know, if you're being stoned, you know, you're probably crouching, trying to protect yourself, but no. The Bible says, lets us know that Stephen stood through this whole ordeal. And if Stephen can stand through an ordeal like this, I want you to know tonight you can stand. Where is your resolve on tonight? Where is your resolve on tonight? And I'm going to say it again. Where is your resolve on tonight? I know they lied on you. I know they betrayed you. I know the pastor didn't, pastor didn't speak to you. He overlooked you. He lied on you. Where's your resolve on tonight? I know your family didn't do you right. They threw you away. They lied on you. Uh, but where's your resolve on tonight? I know the supervisor didn't do you right. The co-workers lied on you. But where's your resolve on tonight? Where's your resolve on tonight? Because I want you to understand, here Stephen is, again, I want to reiterate that the whole time he's been bitten, attacked, and stoned, he's standing through it all. Do you have the resolve tonight to stand through it all? Do you have the resolve to stand through it all on tonight? When they walk away, when friends and family walk away, do you have the resolve to stand? When life happens, when your kids are acting, 
grandkids, right? Do you have the resolve to stand on tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I got a couple of verses that I want to give you uh, about resolve on tonight, and then I'll get out of your way. Hebrews 6, 17, in the Ellie Beach trans translation, it says, in the same way God, because he wanted to show uh, even more to the heir promise, the unchangeableness of his resolve guaranteed it with an oath. He guaranteed it his resolve. He wanted to show more resolve, so he guaranteed it with an oath. Acts 11.23 in the HCSB uh, uh, translation, it says, when he arrived and saw the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged all of them to remain true to the Lord with a firm resolve of the heart. Psalms 112 and 8 in the NET, it says, his resolve is firm. Let me say that again. It said his resolve is firm. And again, resolve is a firm determination to finish successfully. His resolve is firm. He will not succumb to fear before he looks in triumph on his enemy. Let me read that to you again. It said his resolve is firm. He will not succumb to fear. Are you going to succumb to fear on tonight? Or do you have the resolve to stand even while you're fearful? Let's just admit it. We're not always Superman all the time, and sometimes life can be fearful. But do you have the resolve to stand even while facing uh, fear? Face the giant. Not, you know, we're not going to be able to hide any longer. We're going to have to face, face our giants. Do you have the resolve to stand in the face of fear? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you have the resolve to stand tonight while facing fear, while facing the giant? Do you have the resolve to stand on tonight? Hallelujah. Successful completion. Not just halfway, not just a third of the way, but all of the way. Fully to, to complete, to complete successfully. Enough of us half doing things. Enough of you half reading the word. Enough of you halfway fasting. Enough of you halfway living saved. We got to do this thing uh, 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 in a way that's successful. Success. You should be experiencing success in your life. If you are in the name of your life should not be a grind from week to week. You should be experiencing some success. You should be experiencing some enjoyment. You should be happy. You can't vacillate. You can't go back and forth. You can't be up and in and out. Do have the resolve to stand on. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about leaning on the mother of the church and for her to pray for you. I'm talking about you standing through it all while being bitten, while being stoned, while being attacked and praying for yourself and finishing it successfully. Hallelujah. 
I know when you get saved, when you initially get saved, it's good to have people you can depend on. But then you have to be able to walk by yourself. Jesus prayed with his disciples, but the Bible helps us understand glory to God. I feel the anointing on tonight. Glory to God. The Bible lets us know that he went off by himself and prayed. When you are able to pray by yourself, it is a sign of maturity. I trust you to what your word is. Not depending on dad. I'm not going to depend. I had a prayer part, but I'm walking away from my prayer. God, I want you to do this for me, God. If it takes a little while, I have the resolve to stand in here until you do it. Y'all ought to say, thank you, Jesus. You ought to put in the comments, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. First Peter 4 and 1 says, Therefore, since Christ suffered in the flesh, since he suffered in the flesh, equip yourselves also with the same resolve. Equip yourselves also with the same resolve. Because the one who suffered in the flesh has finished with sin. He did it successfully. Do you have the resolve to finish successfully on tonight? Because the Bible says that you need to equip yourselves with the same resolve. You got to be, you got to have a firm determination on tonight that you're going to finish successfully. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, everyone that's on here, God, and everyone that's connected to everybody that's on here, I pray, God, that they will be equipped with the same resolve on tonight. That they will go through as Jesus and be able to finish uh, successfully on tonight. In the name of Jesus, I pray for uh, endurance on tonight. In the name of Jesus, I pray that they'll be able to stand on tonight while being bitten, while being attacked, while being stoned. That we'll have the resolve that Stephen in the name of Jesus. Touch mind tonight. Touch hearts on tonight. In the name of Jesus. Renew our minds, oh God. Help us to commit to you afresh on tonight. In the name of Jesus, give us a mind to stand, oh God. Give us the resolve of God on tonight. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke up and down. I rebuke inconsistency. I bind uh, fainting in the name of Jesus. I bind giving up in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. In the name of Jesus. Help us to be what you've called us to be, God. In the name of Jesus. Equip us, oh God. And we give you glory on tonight. Hey, we give you glory on tonight, God. Thank you for victory on tonight. 
Thank you for being able to stand, oh God, when the winds of life are blowing. Thank you for being able to stand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We magnify you tonight. Give you glory and honor on tonight. Hallelujah for your good God. Thank you for being faithful on tonight. Thank you for being bigger than our situations. Thank you for being bigger than our circumstance, oh God. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, oh God. Thank you because you did what no one else could do. Thank you on tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for your purpose and plan for our lives, oh God. Thank you that you didn't give up on us, oh God. Hallelujah. And we thank you that we now have resolve on tonight. We have the resolve to say that I'm going to finish successfully. Hallelujah. Thank you on tonight, God. Thank you on tonight, God. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. And God, we glorify you on tonight. Hallelujah. 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 We love you on tonight, God. Hallelujah. Ah, God. Hallelujah. Listen, I love you with the love of the Lord. Thank you, Gloria Hedges. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I'm glad that I've said something on tonight that has resonated. Listen, we gotta we gotta have the we gotta have resolve. We gotta be able to finish what we've started successfully. I know that it I know that it gets hard. I've been there. I, I've, I've been. Uh, 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 I've been down. I, I've. I've been defeated. Uh, I, I have. I have uh, wanted to give up. I've been there. I know what that feels like. More than I would like to know, but I also know that if you stay in there, Chloe. Mm, I also know that if you stay in there, that God will make the difference. He's never lied. Numbers 23, 19 says that God's not a man that he will lie. Neither the son of man that he repent. He's the only one I know that will never lie. Hallelujah. Has always kept his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you stay in there, if you stand like Stephen stood while being attacked, while being bitten, while being stoned, he's going to bring you out. He's never, he's never failed. Hallelujah. Listen, thank you for being with me on tonight. I love you with the love of the Lord. Until next time, keep winning in prayer, and I'll see you next time. Love you guys.